Life by Divine with Sue DeMay fosters deep healing and found awakenings as she guides you to hear, answer, and trust the highest calling of your heart. Your host and sacred guide is Global Impact Visionary Leaders DeMay, a best-selling author, international speaker, and gifted intuitive healer who challenges all of us to shift from life by default or even life by design to truly living life by divine. And now, here is Sue DeMay. Welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in. Again, it's an honor to be here in your life and sharing whatever insight and message comes through each week. And today, especially, I have absolutely no idea what I'm going to say or what the message is. I usually will get a description or a title, and I got nothing, not a, even this morning when I woke up, I was in meditation. And I was like, okay, what you got for me today? Sometimes I get it last minute and there was nothing. So I'm here to just deliver whatever message you need to hear today and, and always really, but especially today, because I, I feel like there's so much happening right now in the world. And I know I've been talking about the shift that's been happening. I've been talking about things getting uncovered. I've been talking about the intensity and the density that's rising. There's something different in the air and I'm not sure if you're feeling it, but in the last couple of weeks, I've definitely felt a real intense shift, especially since probably last Thursday, somewhere in there, I could really feel a density rising and kind of coming in. I talked about this last week too. It's like that uh, energy of like squishing and wringing everything out. It's, it feels like it's shifted and changed and I can't even quite grasp it. I'm, I'm finding that it's challenging right now for me to even hold my own footing. And there feels like there's a lot that's coming up for renovation Re reflection, reintegration, and there's a real calling for reinvention. Reinventing the way we are in life, reinventing the way we are with each other and how we've been with the earth even, like just our whole experience here as human beings having this human experience. When I was driving, I dropped my son off at school and then I was driving back and I, again, I was kind of, I could feel my mind grasping for a topic. So I always have a lot of, you know, words flowing in my head. I'm a, I'm a writer as well. So as a creative, there's often a creative process that goes on and sometimes things will just flow and often things will flow at four or three and four in the morning. So I usually get up and type or write out whatever it is that's coming, but this morning as I was driving back from dropping off my son, it's like, you know, less than an hour from start the start of the radio show. And I had all these different ideas and topics of things that I could write or speak about and share. And nothing, I wasn't getting clear. It was like, no, 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 not a no, zip, stop. And I just felt like I just needed to stop grasping, stop grasping for an answer stop grasping for an understanding, stop grasping from that place of subtle need to know. I, I, I walk with deep trust and blind faith these days. I've, I've developed that. I've come back to that and I teach others how to do that. And at the same time, my mind still grasps at things 
And that's what I could witness when I was driving back home was just this grasping of a title. And there was some really cool titles that came in. So I'll probably copy them down and just make a list for the future show. But the topics are, are, they weren't guided. They were just like words flowing around and ideas flowing around and they weren't guided. So I wasn't guided to share those topics. I wasn't guided to expand on those ideas and share those messages. The idea of even putting a replay and, and when I came on the show and I said, oh, I don't, as I'm talking to my producer Cameron, I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to be talking about today. He's like, okay, do you want to just do a, a, a replay? And I'm like, no, I'm good. I just really have no idea what I'm going to be talking about today. And there was some real peace in that at the same time as there was that slight grasping for an understanding. Years ago, this kind of thing would have totally set me off in, in a tangent. I would have been having anxiety or worry or fear. But I've, I've, I've developed such a deep trust that I don't, it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter. And I don't fear judgment so much as I did before. It's still there, but it's very small now. It's very subtle and it doesn't catch me. It doesn't stop me. And at the same time, I could feel this grasping, grasping for an answer. When we look at where we're searching or seeking those answers, or who is seeking those answers, that's a really important question or reflection. As you pause and stop and just ask, where am I seeking these answers? Where am I seeking to know? Where am I seeking? What am I seeking an understanding around? In one of the chapters of my book, Set Up, Stand Out, Stand Strong, a 30-day guide to navigate life when the shift hits the fan. One of the chapters is, I know nothing about anything. In my previous book, in my, my first um, book of this kind in Heartland Living, the 10 principles that shift consciousness from head to heart. One of the principles is be curious. And in that chapter, I talk about the fact that I don't know and it's okay. If I don't know the answer, is it okay? Can you accept? So the first step is acceptance. I don't know and it's okay. The second step is I don't know, but I'm curious. So we have an opening in the mind to have an answer, to have an understanding, to have insights come in. But there's not a grasping there. Curiosity is an open, allowing state of being. It's not a grasping, needing to know and understand. And then the third part of that principle is, I don't know and I'm glad. In that stage, I don't know and I'm glad, we're actually really walking more with deep trust, but we're actually in a state of more awe or wonderment. I wonder what's going to happen. I wonder what I'm going to say. I wonder what message is going to come through today. I always talk about, I'll, I, I won't tell you what you want to hear, but I promise to tell you what you need to hear. And sometimes what we need to hear is not what we want to hear. And sometimes what you need to hear is maybe not what I want to say. 
but it's really about serving the needs of the whole, serving the needs of the individual to serve the needs of the whole. So I'm here to be of service to you, you, the individual that's listening to my voice right now, whenever it is you're listening to it, whether it's live in this moment when I'm here with you right now, or whether it's live when you're listening to the replay, because it's live in your moment that you're listening. This message is for you. This message is for me. It's for all of us. So when we shift into the idea that I know nothing about anything, it doesn't mean we have no knowledge. We have a knowledge in our mind. And we have a knowing in our heart. But we've confused knowledge and we've valued knowledge over knowing. So when we try on the idea, I know nothing about anything, it opens our mind. It creates an opening in the mind. It softens that hand that's grasping for an understanding or an answer. And we settle in. And we can be the messenger or be the channel or allow whatever needs to come through us to come through. But as long as we think we know, the mind is closed or it acts as a filter and everything's getting filtered through the mind. So when I drop into the space, I know nothing about anything. I, I don't know what my topic will be. I don't know what I'll be sharing with you today. I know nothing about anything. It creates a profound opening in the mind. And we can practice that. You can practice that in different areas of your life. I just happen to be, I practiced that for quite a long time where I can actually just come on a live radio show and trust that whatever's meant to come through will come through my mouth and into your heart, into your ears, and into your life. And it'll land the way it's meant to. For some people, it's going to land deeply. And for others, it'll be little bits and pieces that resonate. And for some others, it, they may not even feel guided to listen to it at all. And others might feel completely resistant, like you want to get off, you want to avoid, you want to distract. Because what I'm calling for is for you to walk with deep trust and blind faith. And the truth is that we're doing that anyways. We're either doing that on purpose or we're doing that by default because we don't know what's going to happen in the next moment. On a human level, we don't know. In our human mind, we don't know. We can add knowledge. We can research and figure things out and analyze. And we can gain knowledge. But knowledge is not the same as knowing in the heart. So when I say I know nothing about anything, at the level of the mind, I really know nothing about anything. That allows the messages to come through me without the filter. And I'm not saying that I always speak without a filter because in those times where I may be triggered or in those times where, you know, with family or things like that, like, I definitely have my own stuff and I definitely use the filters are in place, but I do my best 
to drop those filters. I do my best to keep that channel open so that I can live life by divine all the time in every moment. Easier said than done. So there's times where you're going to find it easier to walk with deep trust and blind faith. And there'll be times where it's not. You'll have moments where you're solid and moments when you're shaky. And right now, the ground is shaking beneath our feet. The earth is shaking. The foundation we've been standing on is shaking. And it's the divine doing the shaking. It's, it's God doing the shaking. It's the earth doing the shaking. It's source shaking everything up to wake us all up. So right now, it's dense and intense. And there's two ways to meet that density and intensity. With resistance or in a place of surrender. And it's not surrender like I give up. It's surrender as in show me the way. It's surrender to the divine to guide you, to lead you, to direct you. It's about surrendering what you think you know and everything you think you don't know at the level of the mind, dropping into that idea that I know nothing about anything at the level of my mind. And we shift from head to heart and connect to the deep knowing that is in service to everyone without filter, without fear. In the heart, the heart knows no fear. It's our human mind that creates fear. The heart has no filter. It's the human mind that creates a filter above the heart. And the human mind is based on our past experiences and the knowledge we have gained or knowledge we are seeking, or the knowledge we feel is missing. The human mind makes decisions based on fear, based on the ego's agenda. The ego is our master teacher of fear. The ego teaches us separation so that we can experience being human So we have this awareness in our mind or thought in our mind or experience the level of the mind that we are separate from everyone else. But in truth, we're all connected. At the level of art, we all know we are all connected. It's the mind that we really need to work with. So not only in the mind do we have our own mental programming that we've developed and we kind of created over the years of us growing up based on everything we went through, based on our past experiences, based on our fear or anticipation of the future and what the future holds. 
which is the ego's domain, past and future. All the filters that are in our mind, all of the programming that's in our mind is based on our past experiences or our fear or anticipation of the future. And then we have all the inherited programming from our parents, from our ancestors, from generations, from our cultures. And then we have society's programming embedded. And that can come from every direction. It's constant. Through TV, through radio, through movies, through newspaper, through everything, through interactions day to day, witnessing how people are treating other people. All of that programming is inherited, inherited programming as we grew up. Through witnessing, we are programming our mind. And we are either accepting that programming or not. So we can see something, we can witness something, and we either accept that as a new program or we deny it. If we're living consciously, we can choose how we see something. If we're living consciously, we can choose who we are standing beside as our teacher, how we are filtering, what lens we are filtering life through. And every moment we can filter life through a lens of love or we can filter life through a lens of fear. We can be standing beside our ego and buying into all that the ego is feeding us. Thoughts, beliefs, fears, Worries, doubts, concerns, anxieties, perspectives. Or we can choose spirit as our teacher. The divine spirit that's in each of us can be our teacher. But this teacher only works in the present moment because that's all that exists. The ego works in the past and the future. The spirit works in the present moment. Spirit guides us here and now. Spirit can change our perspective in a moment that we ask. And that requires us to surrender. Surrender what we think we know, what we think we don't know. Surrender our filters, surrender our programming, surrender our minds to open up to another perspective, to be curious, to be willing. When we soften the grip in our minds, when we soften and release that hand that's grasping for an understanding, grasping for an answer, grasping for something that the future holds, when we soften, we allow. We become receptive. We open up our intuitive channel. 
and we allow the divine to work through us. That's life by divine. Allowing that divinity to flow through us as us. So we become animated by love. In our humanness, we're animated by love. Love flows through our words. Love flows through our actions. Love flows through us as us and extends outward. And when we meet fear in the world with love, love expands. Now, if we choose ego and we allow fear to lead us, we allow the ego to feed our fears in our mind and fear expands within us, we are animated by fear. And we could be, it could be fear disguised as love, be fear disguised as caring. Or it could be fear in the way of worry or concern, uncertainty, judgment, blame, projection, procrastination, anger, resentment. When we don't know how to process our own fears, it often gets projected outward onto others. And the ego loves that because it uses projection to keep us from healing what we need to heal in order to align with love, in order to open our intuitive channel, in order to lead with our heart so that we can be living life by divine. The ego is grasping for control still. And if you're trying to control, you're not in trust. You can't have both. It's one or the other. You're either controlling or trusting. The two don't join together. So when you're in a place of deep trust, you have to let go of control. There's no choice there. It's just the side effect of being in deep trust. When you're walking with deep trust and blind faith, there's no need for control. There's no grasping because you understand that life is happening through you, as you, and for you and for everyone else. If something is on your path, you trust that it's purposeful, even if it's challenging. There's a trust or an understanding that it's purposeful. So my question for you in this moment is, are you willing to walk with deep trust and blind faith? Are you willing to let go of the need to control or understand or have the answers? Are you willing to let go of fear 
or witness the fear, but not let it consume you. See the fear as simply the ego trying to keep you safe, like an overprotective helicopter parent. As we witness the ego trying to keep us safe, keeping us from taking risks, making sure we're playing small, it's all fear-based. You have a choice in this. You have a choice in every moment to let fear be fuel for your life and your actions and your behaviors and your choices or to let love lead, to let the divinity lead your life, to meet the fear that's in the world with love. So the lesson for me right now, because generally when there's a real dense and intense time, I'm given an understanding enough to calm my mind, enough to sink into the energies and work with the energies of the earth or to sink into the energies and work with whatever it is I'm feeling personally and then with my members and with my community. But this time, I haven't. I haven't been given an understanding. I haven't been shown. I just know that there's a real dense and intense layer rising right now different than what it was last week. And even through the weekend, I I did the live Intuition Academy classroom on Saturday morning. And I needed to take a break. I needed to stop and disconnect and unplug. So I stopped checking emails and stopped checking my social media over the weekend. I just needed to stop. And um, my husband kept asking me what's going on, what's happening. I'm like, I have no idea. I don't know. I'm just really like struggling to find my footing, struggling to find my bearings. And the beautiful thing with my husband is he is, he doesn't understand what I go through. He doesn't understand the energy and the healing and all that kind of stuff. He doesn't have a spiritual practice like I do, but he's very accepting and open to what other people experience. So he doesn't have judgment. Even though he doesn't have an understanding, he doesn't judge. So he was able to hold space for me. And I thought it would shift and it did for a while. And then it didn't. And then it was like, it kind of come in waves. I would feel like solid for a moment. And then I would feel out of off my feet again, feeling. So whatever it is that's going on right now, the one thing I do know and I trust is that it's purposeful. The shift or whatever's happening right now is purposeful because if it's on our path, it's purposeful. That's what I know. That's what I know in my heart. So in that I'm able to find some form of meaning, some present moment hindsight that gives me peace 
even in the chaos, even in the intensity, even in the density. So my invitation for you in this moment is how can you soften and surrender and accept all that is right now without grasping for an understanding, without needing anything to change, without judging? How do you get yourself there? It's a practice. It's a process. Moment to moment is your classroom. And there's a lot of opportunity to practice right now, to practice surrendering, to practice softening, to practice letting go of that, grasping at the level of the mind for an understanding, for an answer. And all you can do is take it one breath at a time, one moment at a time, one layer or one dense layer at a time, one intense squeeze at a time. I'm going to take a short break and I just want you to breathe and soften one breath at a time through the break and we'll come back and we'll see what else comes in for you today. We'll be right back. Heart-Led Living Intuition Academy with Sue DeMay is a unique unschooling experience designed to unwind, clear, and align your intuitive channel. And the doors are open for you now. Experience unwavering faith and deep trust in your intuition as you strengthen your connection to source, allowing you to walk through every moment with more peace, confidence, clarity, and certainty. Experience this deep personal transformation with Sue's guidance including the option to share what you learn as a certified intuitive coach. This is your time to unwind and reprogram your mind, to rebuild your foundation and realign with your intuitive heart. Enrollment is now open. Apply today at heartledliving.com forward slash intuition academy. Again, that's heartledliving.com forward slash intuition academy. Welcome back. You're listening to Life by Divine, and my name is Sue Dumay. And today I've, I've been, I don't even know what I'm talking about. I don't remember what I was really talking about before the break, which is interesting. I'm like, here I am, fresh in the moment again. We'll see where we go. The one thing I will share, because I find it really interesting, I have no idea if you can hear this, but I have um, one of my chihuahuas on my lap. So I have three dogs. The big dog, he's 80 pounds, TC. I always put him in his crate when I'm doing the radio show because if he looks out the window and he sees something, he'll bark. And then Penny, my small chihuahua, my other one, she's the older one. She's the boss of the family of dogs. She, I put her in her crate too and she crawls in under her blanket and sleeps because if she looks out the window or if the, one of them gets barking, the two of them go barking. And then Link, the littlest guy here, he's the youngest one. He's on my lap and he often does this when I'm on my radio show he'll come or if I'm doing a video he, he loves to be on my lap all the time but especially when I'm about to record something he comes running over it's like he knows so he's currently on my lap under my sweater so sometimes he rolls over depending on what shirt I have I have to be careful because I do videotape the radio show as well so sometimes he'll pull my shirt down which is interesting but currently he's he's snoring a little bit 
and his stomach is gurgling. So you're probably, you may be hearing this gurgling in, in the mic. It's not my stomach. I'm not hungry. It's my dog who's on my lap and it's his, he's got, it's actually called borborygamous. That's the actual technical term. I used to be a vet tech. I used to work at a veterinary clinic. Borborygamous, tummy grumbles. That's what he's got going on right now. So he's, um, I don't know if you can hear it, but I just thought it was funny. So that's Link and his tummy grumbles that you're hearing. When we are in our life and meeting the density and intensity of life, there's, 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 a, there's a couple different principles or laws, if you want to look at it, ways that, things that happen in life, they just happen in the way for our humanness. It's, it's kind of these experiences coming, come in and it's the law of harmony, rhythm and harmony. So the law of rhythm and harmony talks about the ebbs and, and flows of the tide, the ins and outs, the, the expansion and the contraction feeling. And there's also the law of contrast, which is when we step into our light, often we will see a layer of darkness come at us almost to show us and, and to have us really be solid in that choice for the light. So we have that law of contrast and then we have the law of rhythm and harmony. And what I feel right now, it almost feels like the both are really kind of a force to be reckoned with right now. So when we are expanding individually, our or energy field is expanding, our emotions are expanding, our mind is expanding, there's often a contraction that follows. And this happens a lot of times when people will go away for a weekend to do a retreat or they'll go to a workshop and they'll feel this big expansion, they'll feel this lightness and excitement and anticipation and then they come home and there's this like heavy dense kind of feeling and I often call it the the low after the high so if you can learn to ride that low then you actually can return to that state a higher state of being that higher vibrational frequency the challenge is when we raise our vibration often we have a little bit of a contraction back and if we judge it or if we get concerned about it or afraid of it, it actually contracts more. And then we kind of stay lower in that stuck dense energy and kind of get stuck there or plateau because we don't feel comfortable with that expansion contraction experience. So my invitation for you right now is just to even tune into yourself, tune into your own physical body and maybe even your own energy and your own frequency if you're tuned to that and just feel the contraction that's happening right now and make peace with it be okay with it so my intention is always about creating enough of an understanding at level of the mind so that the mind comes along for the, the healing and that's that's part of my gift so I'm a healer I'm an intuitive healer I was born that way my intuitive gift has has really expanded the more and more I step into it and say yes to it the more and more it expands and the more and more I do my own healing work, the more and more my gifts become profound. Actually, I'm, I'm really quite in awe of the, 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 the realm of gifts that I have now. It's, it's quite incredible. And at the same time, as I'm a healer, I'm a teacher. And there's not a lot of healers that are teachers, and there's not a lot of teachers that are healers. So when you find the two together, what I found is to be able to provide teaching 
or an understanding or a lesson at the level of the mind to create an understanding at the level of the mind for it to come along, it actually allows the healing to be deeper and more sustainable. Because what will happen is a lot of times people will go and have a healing and they don't have that level of understanding at the mind. So they get wound back up into that energy and it kind of returns. So it's not sustainable. When I do healing with people, whether it's in group or one-on-one or when I'm on stage working with an audience and speaking to groups, I'm always working with the energy of everyone or individually. And I'm always creating a level of understanding at the mind. So when we can do that, then the mind comes along for the ride and the healing is actually more sustainable. In the beginning, when I was doing the healing work, I would often go in and remove things and take things out and do the work for people, but without bringing them along with me, it was kind of like secretly healing sometimes. And I recognized that, that that wasn't actually being of service because that wasn't guided. That was more me trying to save them or rescue them. And when you, when you kind of join partnership with a healer and they can give you enough of an understanding at the level of the mind, then you can actually have more sustainable results because you're in partnership with the healer. You're working with the healer. And so that's what I'm doing today is I'm, I'm inviting you to have, to open the mind, to expand the mind, to surrender and kind of offer over all your thoughts, everything you think you know and everything you think you don't know. And drop into that space as I know nothing about anything so that you can open up your mind to receive what you're meant to receive today. What understanding you're meant to receive, what insight, what gem, what, what message, what little tiny piece are you meant to take home and bring into your heart and into your mind for an understanding so that you can heal. Some stuff we just can't understand at the level of the human mind. And I believe that's a little bit of what's happening right now. Not totally, but a little bit. There's stuff happening beyond our human understanding. There's shifts happening beyond our human understanding. And they're necessary shifts. And they're actually purposeful, although they don't always look that way. They don't always feel that way. When we can, again, go back to walking with deep trust and blind faith, then we can know that it's all happening for a reason far greater than we can imagine. I've recognized in in the world as I'm kind of sitting back and observing everything that's happening. I find myself watching the news more than before. I, I would avoid the news for a long time because I was just too sensitive to it. Now that I've been able to come to a place where I can actually hold my light and really stand solid in, in who I am and, and why I'm here and to be the, the, the lighthouse here, to be that messenger of love, I, I don't get so impacted by those messages anymore. And I can actually filter them through love and receive them in the way that I'm meant to in order to create an understanding in order to help humanity. So I'm finding that those kinds of things are coming in more for me right now. And as I'm watching more of these interactions and watching more of people, people connecting with people, even on Facebook, I'm seeing that 
there's judgment everywhere right now. And there's fear everywhere. It's actually expanding in ways that I've never seen it expand before. And as it expands within you, your work, your heart work is to process your own fear, to move through your own fear, to feel your resistance, to roll with it, to process it, to acknowledge it, to accept it, to, to do something with it. If you are resisting your resistance, it's going to intensify it. If you're resisting what's on your path, it's going to feel heavy and hard. If you're resisting what you're witnessing, it's going to be painful and there's going to be a lot of suffering for you as well as for others. So when we resist, we increase our own pain and suffering and we feed the pain and suffering of others. In other words, when we are in fear, our fear is fed. And in turn, we feed other people's fear. So as we look at what's happening in the world, if you can look at it through a lens of love and compassion, if you can look at it from a lens of understanding that even on a human level, we can't comprehend it fully, but there's something happening here on this earth, a big grand shift, a non-negotiable shift that's creating a level of awakening that has never occurred before at this level. When I had a meditation in a couple weeks ago, I think I shared this in previous episodes, not that long ago, I heard the word, the next great awakening is upon us. So it's like another a level up from what we've been experiencing. So if the, the, the awakening, the call to awaken has been leveled up, then your resistance to awakening will be way more intense. So the question then becomes, where are you resisting? Where are you being called toward? What are you being called toward? And where are you putting the brakes on and resisting? Because when you resist life, life will resist you. When you resist the calling in your heart, the calling will become stronger and the intensity and density of your resistance will become stronger. And I know for me, there's been, I, I feel like there's another level of calling and I've been slowly kind of unwinding and unraveling and letting go of the things that are no longer serving me over the years. Over the last 25 years, I've been doing this work. I've recognized that recently there's a level of letting go that's still required of me. So there's things that I'm feeling like subtle resistance to, and I'm willing to look at it because my sensitivity has become more heightened. So my tolerance for resistance has become very low. That's the good news. When you're on a path of healing and awakening, that it, it's natural for your tolerance for resistance to become highly sensitive and your tolerance will become very low for resistance. 
So what you used to be able to kind of avoid and deny and manage your life, you can no longer do. So there's no more ignoring it and pretending and numbing things out. Things that we used to use to do that is no longer working. So as my sensitivity and my tolerance has become a lot lower, my sensitivity is heightened. When something's off, I really feel it. So I'm, what I'm doing right now is navigating a little subtle resistance. Like where are the things that are off right now? And what do I need to shift and change in my life? And it's little, little things like I'm kind of like, I need to pull that piece out. I need to pull this piece out. I need to move this over here. It's kind of rearranging things and removing things. A little bit of a renovation. It's not a full gut because I've done the full gut. Now it's just the fine tuning. So you have that going on personally, and then you have the global re-renovation going on, that kind of global energy reinventing itself and, and renovating and moving things around. That's what we're feeling is the big shift. So we have these shifts within ourselves, within our human experience. And then we have these shifts that are within our families and shifts within our communities and shifts within our countries and shifts within our cultures and shifts within our, our planet, all of humanity. Shifts within nature. And they're all interacting with each other. And some of them are bumping up against each other. So if there's something shifting on a level of nature or Mother Earth and something shifting on a level of humanity that are not in sync, that need to change, then there's going to be friction there. There's going to be resistance. There's going to be intensity and density. But at this time, the shift is non-negotiable. This great awakening is non-negotiable. We are in it. There's no going back to the way things were. Everything is shifting. Everything is changing. We need to embrace the change. We need to roll with it. We need to accept it. We need to surrender to it. We need to soften and allow. We need to play the role that we're meant to play. We need to say yes to it. So say yes to the density and intensity. Just say yes to everything that's going on in your life. Even though I don't understand, I say yes. It's on my path. It's purposeful. I say yes to it. Show me the way. Because in our humanness, when we say no, we are resisting and pushing and pressing against something and trying to force ourselves to go in a different direction or stop ourselves from rolling with the current. But the current right now is like the Colorado River. You can't hold on to a boulder in the middle of the Colorado River without getting beat up. The vibrational frequency of this earth has changed and shifted and it's continuing to expand. The vibrational frequency of each of us individually is being called to shift and evolve and change and expand. And if you're resisting it, if you're saying no to it, you're going to suffer. That is going to be your human experience. 
But if you say yes to it, you're going to feel an expansion. Even though there's a contraction, you're going to feel the shift. You're going to feel the expansion. And the more you say yes, the more you say yes, the easier you're going to be able to navigate these big, intense moments of global shifts in energy, which is what we're experiencing right now, a big global shift in energy. So as much as I'm uncomfortable and I'm having a hard time finding my feet, I'm navigating it way better than I would have 10 or 15 or 20 years ago. I don't have the level of suffering I had back then. I don't have the stronghold of the ego grasping for an understanding, taking me down into these wormholes. If anything, I can see the wormhole and I can see where the ego is trying to drag me. And I'm like, I'm not going there because that's not going to serve. That's not going to help me. It's not going to help anyone. So I'm just going to sit in this intensity or sit in this density and sit in this uncomfortable feeling that's rising. until it moves, until it processes. And if there's a part I'm to play, then I'll play it. If there's words I'm meant to share, then I'll share it. If I'm meant to get up and dance, then I'll dance. If I'm to go for a walk, then I'll go for a walk. If I'm to take a bath, I'll take a bath. Whatever it is that I'm being called to do, if you were to let the divine lead you, you will find a way through this. And that's what I choose every day. I tune into my heart. What would you have me do? Where would you have me go? In every moment, you can even stop and ask, what now? Ask your heart, what now? Not your head. Because your head, the ego loves to be there. It'll tell you what you should or shouldn't do. And it's going to be filtered through fear. So you need to decide who your teacher is. Who is your guide in this moment? Are you walking with ego? The master teacher of fear, the overprotective helicopter parent that wants to keep you safe, or are you standing with the divine? Are you standing with spirit? Are you letting your heart lead you? It's only there, in that space of heart-led living, meeting with the heart, letting the heart take the driver's seat, that we can bypass the filters of the mind. And yes, that requires deep trust and blind faith. But if I can get from where I was in the depth and darkness of anorexia and drug and alcohol abuse on the brink of suicide to where I am now, I know you can too. One breath at a time, one step at a time, one moment at a time. Hang in there. Just don't hang on to anything. Hold steady. You got this. If you need support, reach out. Reach out to someone. Reach out to me. I have another live classroom experience if you want to experience the Intuition Academy. A live classroom experience so that you can have a kinesthetic experience of what this program of potential for healing and awakening is. And it's coming this Friday. So if you're interested, you can go to my website, heartledliving.com. 
forward slash live. It's a live event, so L-I-V-E. And you can put in your name and, and information and you'll get the information on the upcoming live classroom experience with me. Sometimes we need a mentor. Sometimes we need a mighty companion who's an actual human being. We have our mighty companion who's spirit, the spirit within each of us. But sometimes we need a mighty companion that can walk beside us and go, come on, I've done this. I know you can do it. Here's the bridge. Let me show you the way. So for some of you, you may be feeling to take my hand. Let me guide you. Let me guide you through this intense time. Let me take you in the next 10 to 11 months where you would probably take you about three to five years to go. Let me fast track it for you. Let me help you in a quickened way so that you don't have to have so much pain and suffering and so that you can come out the other side and actually then extend your hand to somebody else and say, come on, I'll show you the way. I've done it myself. If it's possible for me, it's possible for you. We don't need to do this alone. In fact, we're not meant to. We're meant to work in community and collaboration and connection right now. We're meant to come back into that remembrance of oneness within ourselves and as a whole. That's called living oneness. That's part of what I teach in the Intuition Academy. So if you feel drawn or curious, come join me for a live classroom experience. And if it's for you, you'll know. And if it's not, that's okay. You'll have a new experience with me. But it starts with you right now, dropping into a deep surrender, a deep trust, soften, blind faith. You've got this. We've all got this. We can do this. One step at a time, one breath at a time, one moment at a time. If you need some support, reach out. I love you. I appreciate you. I see you. I honor you. Until next week. Namaste. You've been listening to Life by Divine with your host, Sue DeMay. Shift your consciousness from head to heart and enliven your soul as you discover how to lead with your heart and live your own life by divine. Join Sue in the growing global heart-led living community at heartledliving.com. That is heartledliving.com.